podcast welcome to the show i'm sure you're going to be back and to all of my regular listeners thank you as always for tuning in i appreciate to appreciate your support so very much now again my regular listeners you guys know i take a run every single morning that that's what centers me that's my thing that's what really gets my mind right all right so this past friday morning i was on a mission because i i had an event to do on the following saturday it was a great shout out to the Foundation V, Power Fit, Bash, that whole crew, Megan Gamble, all that, who you're going to be hearing from. Actually, she's going to be on the show. Several of them made a lot of contacts, actually, at that event. It was an absolutely fantastic event. And anyway, I needed to get a haircut to get ready for that, you know, because, again, I, I don't I, I have that type of hair that if I let it grow for over two weeks, it gets all scruffy and disgusting. And I just can't even look at my, I just can't take it with the beard. All right. So I get my haircut. I try, I don't let it go over 10. Like I try not to let it go over 10 days before I get a haircut and stuff like that. So I really need to get one. I was really being lazy about it. I knew I needed to get one and it was just a hectic week. But anyway, that Friday morning after my run, I'm driving all over West Palm Beach looking for a haircut because it's the morning and, you know, a lot of hair, a lot of barbershops don't open in the morning. And it's difficult because I'm not in Plantation anymore. And my guy, Richard, shout out to Richard, who I would I would go to in Plantation. It would really line me up right. Uh, you know, I can't I don't have the luxury of going to him as 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 much because he's now about an hour drive away. So I haven't really found a barber as of this recording. I haven't found a barber out here in West Palm Beach yet. So I'm driving around that morning and I actually, I Googled a barbershop place and there was a one that opened at 8 a.m., which I thought was perfect for me. But the only lady that was there was this white lady and she was very honest with me. She says, look, I don't do ethnic cuts. You know, I did one before and the guy went on Facebook and he blasted me. So she referred me to another barbershop that opened a little later at 9 a.m. And I go in there and, you know, it's, it's a great barbershop, but it's not like brothers. Not like like a, it's not a place that I would typically have chosen. But you know, hey, he can cut hair, and I needed to get it done. So I go, I get my hair cut, and it's a great cut, and I do my thing, and everything ran smoothly. All right. Now the reason I told you guys that, the reason I'm breaking that down for you guys in that way, because I learned something that morning. I learned something very, very valuable that morning 
it is so important and it brings me to the day to the topic of today's talk it's so important in this world right now that you know what you want all right the reason that everything worked out according to plan that morning got my hair cut you know found the spot did what i had to do was because i knew specifically how I wanted my hair cut cut. I've been getting it cut the same way for years. And I, I want to transition here. I want to teach you guys a lesson in terms of how smooth life, how things can really go. Now, life is never going to be just a, a smooth thing, right? You know, you, there are going to be times where you don't find the right barber. You have to go and trust someone else. You're going to have to meet this person and meet that. There are going to be times where things just don't go according to plan or, or work towards the vision that you thought it was going to work. But if you know what you want, right, if you know how you want it done in life, then eventually it will work towards your favor. Eventually you will find the right, like it didn't matter which barber it was. It's just, can you do this particular job? So, so really think about that. That white lady lost business because she hasn't catered to, like she even told me, we, we actually ended up chatting a little bit when I, went to the, uh, when I went to the shop. And she said, look, I got my beauty school license like 20 years ago, right? So she's gotten into a place where she's only doing a certain type of hair. And she lost business. She lost business. She got blasted on Facebook. And she never even tried to say, like, when she got blasted on Facebook, she never even in her own head said, all right, well, maybe I'm going to improve in this area. So, you know, in case something happens, I can expand my audience. I can spam my clientele, things of that nature. She just said, okay, I got blasted. I'm never going to try it again. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's important that you know what you want. And when you know what you want, you can expand in certain ways. All right. It, it, I, it, just that morning, just that morning, I couldn't wait to give this talk because just that morning, I had learned so much about how important it is. And I wanted to get this message to you guys because of how it translates into your career, the, the career you want to pick, your work life, your home life, your relationship life, all the things that we want in life, right? We just want to be happy. We want to have a steady stream of income, uh, income that we're happy with. And we want to be with a significant other. We want to be happy. That's the fundamental truth of every single person. And I'm here to tell you guys, I'm speaking to you guys, you will never be happy until you know what you want. Just actually, I'll, I'll tell you guys the story. Just actually today, as a matter of fact, as a, again, as of this recording, I, I, as a lot of you guys know, my regular listeners know, I'm a teacher at a, a local kinder care here in West Palm Beach. And who knows, by the time this recording comes out, I could be a full-time speaker. I'm in that transition period. There's a lot of things going on. But as of right now, I'm enjoying my time being a teacher. I'm enjoying the people I'm meeting. I'm enjoying just constantly coming up with new ways to work with kids and things like that. It, it, is a, it has been an incredible blessing that I'm in the position I'm in. You know, trust me, and I'm, I cannot begin to tell you guys. Here's one of the reasons why. One of the kids, the, not one of the kids, two of the kids have their own occupational therapist and the occupational therapist comes to the to the school and she works with the kids one-on-one -on -one, the, the brothers i believe i can't i believe the names are dominic and isaac and they have an occupational therapist that comes and works with them right now it just so happens that i met their occupational therapist i'm not usually in that class but the 
as of the, the today, earlier today, I was in that class and I was just getting the chance to chat with the occupational therapist. You know, I've met quite a few people that have wanted to become occupational therapists. So it was it was great just kind of chatting with her and then getting to know her story and stuff like that. And, you know, she broke it down. It, it was interesting because she too went to, she went to Ithaca College and I went to Stony Brook. So we kind of had that New York connection and we just ended up talking. And I, I picked up something from that conversation that I want to share with you guys. She and I just met, like the first time me and her, her she and I, has ever seen each other. There's a probably a 100% chance that we are not a 100% chance, but it's a strong possibility that we never speak again or there is whatever it is. You know, we just literally just met, all right? <laughs> just met. And she tells me, I've been knowing what I want to do since I was a junior in high school. She goes, as a junior in high school, I used to say I want to be an occupational therapist. So I went to school understanding that. And then again, I ended up speaking to her more. She she knew that she possibly didn't want to live in Florida. She had all these like all these ideas and saying, you know, Florida is not best for occupational therapists. She's a, she's got the numbers in terms of the healthcare system. She had her entire life. No, I'm not bullshit, you guys. She had her entire life planned out. She goes, by the time I start a family, I don't want to be in Florida because I don't like the rules or that they have in healthcare and this, that, and the third. Just plan on plan and plan and plan, like to the point where I was impressed. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, it, it was it was very gratifying to hear and gratifying to see because it gave me some material, gave me an example to tell you guys how important it is. Know what you want especially you high school kids who are listening in. Don't waste time bullshitting in high school. Don't waste time just running around doing whatever and, and not really planning your work. It, there's no rule out there that you have to wait till college to really figure out and pick a major. You got to know that shit long before high school nowadays, right? And you have that opportunity. And when you do it, you understand the important, like you understand by the time you get to your 20s, or your, I mean, I don't know how old this girl I was talking to, but she couldn't have been more, she couldn't have been older than 24, 25 years old. And she knew specifically her plan. She had it mapped out exactly what it is she wanted her life to look like. And me being the, the guy that she just meets, I'm impressed. So I can only imagine, I can only imagine what it's like for her to, to go out and meet other doctors and men who are in the medical field and, and want to really are interested in that type of work. I can only imagine how gratifying it is for those men to, to meet her and then and, and chop it up. And I can already tell, I can already tell, and this is based off of maybe a two to three minute conversation with her, that she's going to be doing some big things in life. You get my point, teammates? So my question to you, my question to you listening in, listening in is, what do you want? What do you want? Ask yourself that. Really take a deep dive into asking yourself that. Now, understand, this isn't, I, I don't want to simplify this for you. It isn't easy. Now, knowing what you want professionally, all great and good. But when you have that in your mindset, you're able to handle some things that come up. So I'll, I'll give you an example. When you are me, when you're me, when you're as one Crookshank, when you when you walk around bearing that last name as one Crookshank, and it, it's constant. I mean, even at my listen, my job they don't even pronounce my name. I started working there, and they just decided that they're gonna call me Mister A. Like that's how much that that's how much they 
really didn't even want to attempt like that. That's the realities of being me. And, and then the funny thing is they're not the only people that do that. There are tons of situations, tons of people that I've met that don't even want to attempt to pronounce my name. They, I'm, I'm rejected on that level. I have to deal with that level of rejection. But the reason I'm able to get up and continue to go, the, the reason I'm able to get up and continue to grind and continue to really work to deal with all that rejection is because I know what I want. And that's what I'm going to tell you guys. When you know what you want, you can deal with rejection on another level. Like, like you're able to go out and keep going and keep growing and keep growing and keep growing, even though you don't see anyone with you. You don't need anyone with you because, well, eventually, yeah, let me take that back. It's not that you don't need anyone with you. It's that you can handle rejection so much better. And to be 100% honest with you, the reason a lot of people don't get into business, they don't fulfill all the things they want to do in life, they don't go out and, and make some big things happen, is because they're afraid of rejection. All right. Rejection. Knowing what you want, knowing what you want, it excludes it. It, it makes it so rejection does not affect you. And it, well, again, it's going to affect you a little bit, but it won't last. That pain that you may feel when when someone rejects you will not last. I, I, my regular listeners have heard me talk about tons of women on this show, tons of women on this show who have had to deal, who, who have basically told me to go fuck off. I mean, women that I've really gone after, really gone after. I mean, there, there was a, there's quite a few of them actually. There's one in particular that I'm thinking about now because I just, I, it's kind of a habit to, to stalk the Instagram account. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I, I still do it because I have one of those accounts where I just strictly stalk women. <laughs> and I went on, I went on someone that I used to pursue a potential. So I went on her account and I was disgusted. I damn near threw up. I, I mean, I, I was thanking God that I did that. She didn't like me back. I was thanking God so much that I didn't end up with that disgusting look, like, disgusting looking woman. All right. Because it, it, it she, she was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And I was almost kicking like, how could I even think I wanted that? All right. And I don't say that to be an asshole. I say that because that is exactly what happens when you pursue things, knowing what you want. Eventually, yeah, you're going to get rejected in ways. But when you have that mindset of knowing what you want, you end up, you end up on a, a way, you end up way better. You end up in a way better place. Way better. I don't even know if that, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it, it's a better place mentally to be because you keep trying and you keep going until you find what you want. Now, what should be happening in your head? The question you should ask, be asking yourself in your head is you should be saying to yourself as one, how is it? How do I get to that place? Because again, I say this on all my episodes, all of them. All right, that this is my goal. This is the stamp. There's like a stamp I put on this show. Is if you don't want to be successful, find another show. Do not listen to this show if you're not trying to go somewhere in life. If you're not trying to make whatever it is you're doing a success, go find another show to listen to. So the question that should you should be asking yourself is. How do I know what I want? How do I get to a place where I know what I want so every single person that meets me is like, ah, 
I got that. Like, ah, I know what I want and you can't take advantage of me. Every like whether you're the new barber or whether you're you're in a new state or new whatever, you're just in a new situation. When you know what you want, you don't have to worry about being rejected. It you just it doesn't fucking matter to you anymore, right? Because you have you made the decision. So how does that happen for you? Here's two things. Two things. Jot these down, please. Jot it down. It's consistency and routine. Two things that you need to have in your life. If you don't already have it, adopt it. Figure out a way to become consistent in something and have a routine. That's I told you at the start of the show. Every single morning, it's me taking a run, whether it's rain or shine. I'm taking a run. I'm getting my head together. I'm developing a routine, making sure I'm reading. Here's my things that I do every day. I read, I write, and I record, and I run. Those are my four R's that I make sure get done in some way, shape, form, or fashion. All four of those things are going to be done every single day. That's why I have a podcast of over 100 episodes. And right now you're listening to season two. This shy guy that is constantly being rejected, that hasn't had a girlfriend in over 10 years now. It's a podcast of over uh, two seasons. Why? Because know what you want. Believe me. Believe me when I tell you, guys, continue to, or teammates, I should say, continue to dream, continue to dream, keep your faith in God, because when you keep your faith in God, he will dream, God will dream a much bigger dream than you can ever dream for yourself. You can do it, but you got to keep the faith. You got to be willing to keep, be rejected, and you got to fucking know what you want. Know what you want. That's today's takeaway. Know what you want. Again, what do we have? Develop some consistency and develop a routine. Consistency and routine. Make sure those things are, are apps like you have to have those things in your mind. All right? Know what you want, guys. Fellow teammates, continue to move. Uh, I should say. Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. Get the job done. I don't know a nigga that could cover for me. Yeah, got some game from my days. So she might say she love me, she don't love me like she say she love me. Believe me, believe me. I'm a nigga boy that love me in the street. I'm not trying to find nobody else to beat. I'm the one they kinda see because they are. Believe me. Being me and young tune off the rip. That's the man that put me in the shit. If a nigga fuck with him, I'll put him down quick. Got a verse for anybody who won't talk about the clip. I've been taking shit like you don't wanna hear me trip. Goddamn, do y'all really know who y'all fucking with? Yeah, I mean, you can't blame me for wondering. Doesn't matter, could be winter or the summer on the road. I do one direction numbers, I don't fucking miss. Yeah, Stunner and Magno. When Wayne was gone for eight months, we put this thing up on our back and I was snapping off on every single track, though. Collect car from the boss, like where we at, though. I was like, huh, it's our time, nigga. He left Rikers in the Phantom, that's my nigga. And I be rocking with the Tina Carter 9 and we YMCMB waiting on somebody to try us, nigga. Yeah. I'm the only one to get the job done I don't know a nigga that could cover for me Yeah, got some game from my day So she might say she love me, she don't love me Like she said she love me, believe me Believe me I'm that 
She love me, she don't love me like she said she love me Believe me, believe me I'm that nigga boy that love me in the street I'm not trying to find nobody else to be I'm the one they come to see because they are Believe me Rip, rip, nigga Rip Had to get it poppin' off the rip Rich young nigga that ain't never had a trick Slim thug flow, but you know I like them thick If she get a job at DOA, I drop her off a tip I had to get it popping off the rip I'm the one they tell you been rapping in the six Coming to the city and your niggas get to tripping Well, take you to the Scarborough Bluff and drop you off a cliff Well, damn, just be happy for the man Nirvana, Coldplay, nigga got bands Ink from the money, got it all over my ass Going out to Houston, spending all of my advance Be live just tell me for a check Drake, you know I love you, you just tell me out of that Yes, right now, you are looking at the best Motherfucker war shows a motherfucker press like that Motherfuck the rest When they jumped off the porch, I was thumbing up the steps I give what I collect before I give up my connect It be a cold day in hell Icicles made a sweat, one finger Sliding across my neck Niggas know what that mean, like they deaf Nigga, I fight this Nina like this Our first day on the job and the bitch overslept Soon stay humble, nigga I'm a king, need a horn and a drum roll They throw motherfucking roses at my feet, nigga, I don't step on one road, yeah I'm the only one to get the job done, I don't know a nigga that could cover for me Tape a couple kilos to the bitch stomach, she look like she got a butt in the oven for me Preheat, believe me, all you gotta do is pay me every week I had these bitches having babies every week Rip, rip, nigga.